lot of motherfuckers going to jail, man. A lot of cats out here risking freedom. And you don't really think about freedom until you get in the fucking can. Meaning, you don't think about going to the pizza shop. You don't think about going to the bodega to get some coffee in the morning. You don't think about those things as being anything. You got insomnia. You wake up in the middle of the night. You got some leftovers in the crib. You open the fridge. But what if you're in the can and you got insomnia? Ain't no fridge. This is my point. Acknowledging your freedom and not taking your freedoms for granted enhances the living experience. It has to. Because if you're thrown in the fucking can, right? All you're going to do is think about the shit that you can't do. And while you was out here, you never thought about it. That's what's bugged out about it. And thinking about it while you're in the can exacerbates everything and compounds the confinement and incarceration. So my point in this whole shit is, yo, never take your freedoms for granted, yo. Never. These cats going to jail, talking about Sebastian Telfair, former NBA player, will be sentenced, I think, to five years next month. Got me to thinking about my own freedoms. Like, yo, I move freely. I love it. And I'm acknowledging it so it can enhance the living experience. You know, as time progresses, cats age, your face changes. A lot of these fucking stars, man, they go through, or so-called stars. Seems like the aging process picks up with these motherfuckers. And then the desperation sets in. And then these motherfuckers go through all kind of potions, anything to put on their faces to kind of go back in time as if that's possible, man. So... They got some shit out here now called the Vampire Facial. They have a celebrity facialist that tells these motherfuckers all kind of witch potions to put on their faces. So this chick got the Vampire Facial. It's where they take blood from another part of your body and inject it into your face. So from your underarm, they'll take some blood and put a hole in your face and then inject underarm blood. So it became popular. So a hospital in New Mexico started doing it. And the doctors got slick with it. So they tried to experiment. So they said, okay, we're going to inject blood from another person's body and put it into your face. So they did that to a couple. And as a result, the couple caught the monster. They got AIDS. The vampire facial gave a couple in New Mexico the monster. So now the stars stopped fucking with the vampire facial and now they on some new shit. It's called the semen mask. It's not like the shit I was talking about before with Sandra Bullock. She had the penis facial where they take the foreskins of 
infants, you know, after the doctor slices and dices, they take, they throw the foreskins to these celebrities and then they boil them up and turn them into some type of cream and rub it all over their faces as to promote youthfulness. But this is not that. This is a semen mask where the celebrity facialist, I think her name is uh, Chelsea Lewis, she said that jizz, I'm going to try to be clean with the language, man. I like that a lot of people listen to this shit, so I want to be clean with this shit. So she said in jizz, there's a compound called spermine or spermine, and it has antioxidants that help erase wrinkles and promote youthfulness. So this is what they're doing now. It's a semen mask. Like Oil of Olay had the uh, Oil of Olay mask. You have the semen mask. In black American parlance, the skeet mask. Splash. In the Bronx, as I sit on my porch, the world walks by. Homeboy was speaking in an African tongue. I don't know what the fuck he was saying. It was sounding like some cartoon shit. But we're not gonna mimic that brother right there. We're gonna let him pass as he argues with his woman in Africa. I'm sure that's what he's doing. He seems perturbed. He seems angry. But let me get back to what I was saying. Conversational style podcasting is just how I deliver it. Like I'm talking to you as we walk into the train. This is how I get down with it. This is how I deliver it. Make sure you tell a friend. Spread this podcast. Tell a friend about this shit. Go to rate it at Apple Podcasts. And before you rate it, read what other motherfuckers are saying. So you know what kind of podcast you are about to listen to. It's a five-star podcast. New York style podcasting which is unique, meaning I walk around with the mic slung across my back so when some ill shit happens, you get it like you're supposed to get it in conversational style. The pyramid of podcasting, like I say, the rest of these motherfuckers is on some Stonehenge bullshit. Rate, review it, and after that, go to anchor.fm slash g-moody. Support it if you so choose. If not, we're still going to be here doing what we do on the porch in the BX. Grimy street talk with intellect. We have fun. This is what it's about, having fun. We got to talk about Robert Kraft right now, man. It's an update on this motherfucker. The owner of Gillette, the owner of the New England Patriots, is about to face a judge the judge ordered his ass into court sometimes these motherfuckers go at you and they don't care that you got bread they don't care if you have a lot of money it looks like they're trying to publicly embarrass this guy he might have did some grimy shit that got cats upset because usually when you have this amount of paper that he has this shit gets pushed to the side this is constantly in the press they are treating this dude like he's a black star I know it's bugging him out. So now he can really talk to Meek Mill. Now he understands 
they're not letting up. It's relentless. They're pushing to have that tape, that sex tape come out. And Mr. Kraft's lawyers are trying feverishly to stop it. Now, the detectives who have saw the ill tape, he was naked on the table. His appendage was manually manipulated and orally stimulated. Trying to use language to clean this whole shit up because it's very nasty, man. Robert Kraft, the owner of Gillette and of the New England Patriots was wilding. So we want to try to get into the particulars of what happened. And the DTs gave us a glimpse of what was going on. So now the judge is tired of the foolishness and he has ordered this guy who's in hiding. We don't even have a fucking mugshot. He has ordered his ass to Florida to face the music. You were face up at the massage parlor and it was all good. And now you are about to face the judge. So this is what's happening. This is the update I wanted to give in that whole Robert Kraft fiasco. He did some grimy shit to somebody that annoyed someone because this is unusual for a billionaire to be dragged through the public square, yo. What's the point in having all that bread? When you get into some shit like that, you're supposed to be hitting cats off on the side and the story goes away. They treating this motherfucker like he's me. <laughs> Damn. That's the update. This is Danny Third with G Moody here live in the BX. On a rainy day, you can hear the rain, you can hear the cars slush through as I sit on my porch right now. Pull out the mic, talk some good shit. Conversational style podcasting, New York style podcasting. We're going to run right through this right quick. A lot of cats talking about Taylor Swift, how she is biting Beyonce. But ask yourself, does Taylor Swift have any choice? She has to bite. This has been going on for centuries, man. This is nothing new. The originator comes out, rocks it does ill shit and biters stand in the background and jot notes mental notes so Beyonce is the template so this woman has no choice but to try and copy and the shit looks terrible of course but the media is going to give the emulator the props because that's how it's always been. I'm just going based on history, y'all. So with Taylor Swift, what could she do? We're talking about the singer Taylor Swift, who from what I read, they said she was biting off of Beyonce. She did a performance at the Billboard Awards that looked just like Beyonce's, meaning she brought out a marching band and, you know, cats are saying like, yo, come on, man, this is a... A feeble attempt. Do your own shit. Come up with a new style. That's what cats want to see. So when you bite, of course, you're going to get the public scorn, as you should. 
Stop biting motherfuckers and try to do something ill. Try to do something of your own. Even if it's whack, at least nobody could say you bit it. Just stop. An ex-convict, level one sex offender who can't live around the school, who is now festering in a Bronx halfway house, is looking for a book deal. Level one sex offender. This fucking guy was texting, sexting, sending appendage pics to teenage girls. We're talking about 14, 15, 13. Talking about Carlos Danger was his alias. But we know him as former congressman, disgraced congressman, Anthony Weiner. This motherfucker is looking for a book deal. Who wants to know what the fuck this guy got to say? After we know that you go after teenagers, this dude is in his 50s, man. Think of the arrogance of a motherfucker like this. He gets busted, he's a convict, and he wants a book deal describing what? That you have a sex addiction? Nobody cares, man. Take that shit up with your ex-wife. She's the one that brought that shit on by not putting out. Talk about her. He's going around looking for a book deal in New York. No interest. Of course, nobody gives a fuck, man. You got a problem, man. Just fade away. Fade into oblivion. Think of the shit you did. The arrogance is a motherfucker. That got to be that white privilege that just seeps up. Like, yeah, I could do this. So I hope all these publishing houses are slamming the door in this motherfucker's face and calling the cops. I'm just a cat in the stands, man. So with this segment, you will get my standpoint coming from a cat in the stands, watching what's going on. Everything delivered in a conversational style, just like I'm about to kick it to you right now to show you this is what it's about. Why even have a border around the US? What's the point? I see that they have advanced a bill that will give illegal aliens people who sneak across the border and of course they are undocumented they said that these people should be able to get driver's licenses this truly is a great country you could sneak across the border not only will you not be thrown out they actually have some cities that will harbor you and on top of that if you need to get a license while you're here illegally you could get a license. <laughs> Yo. So do I really need to become a citizen in this place? No. You're giving me everything. Why the fuck I need to apply for citizenship? <laughs> Why? This is some shit that I saw happening on the field. And I had to talk to my man about this shit. Since I'm sitting in the stands. I thought... You have a border for a reason. Like, yo, this is our space. There is a procedure to come into our space. If you sneak across, you jump the line from everybody else who's uh, kind of waiting to get into our space, and we got to catch you and throw your ass out. You can't get a license, motherfucker. Get on the back of the line, and however long it takes, it takes. But if you make that sacrifice, you get into 
the land of milk and honey. That's how I thought it went. So in this game that I'm watching, the rules don't really make any sense. So they gave the ball to the running back who came into the game without being whistled in. They gave him the ball. He ran out of bounds. And they awarded him a touchdown. <laughs> this is what I just saw. Like I said, I'm just a guy in the stands. Can I get a pretzel? Oh, man, I want to give a shout-out to my man Moselle and my man Joe for taking me to that cigar bar near Yankee Stadium. I didn't know how to fucking smoke a cigar. Never thought about doing it. Took my man up on the offer. We went. We had a good time. Lady in there taught me how to do it. Just puff out the smoke and relax. My man Mo brought a bottle. We just chilled. The one thing about this shit, when you leave these uh, cigar bars, your clothes are going to smell like the inside of the cigar. I got home, my drawers were smelling like cigar smoke. But overall, it was a good time. Met a lot of good cats up in there. We were talking about sports and sipping and puffing on a great cigar. I will go back, so shout out to my man Moselle and Joe. <laughs> man created through the mind your mind conceives of an idea we'll take it very simple when you was coming up you had no children but somewhere in your mind you decided that you wanted children and that idea stuck with you and you begin to understand that in order to produce this idea you had to have a woman and once you got that woman, you and that woman had to create motion. And in creating that motion, the gravitational pull of the movements that you were making draw the idea, which was an atom, down through the spinal column and out through the penis. And on its way down, it picked up everything in you that produced you, carried it with itself, and when it ejected itself, into that womb, it hit that egg. And when it hit that egg, it rested. And in that rest state, all of the things that was taken out of you were brought together and formulated. So your idea that was not seen, that wasn't even a word yet, became flesh. <laughs> 